I love putting costumes on my characters. Hello! had that wake up call welcome to the tidbit cast my name is gary and this is aaron and that is oh. and i'm gary again remember that name gary mm. clark i'll be seeing you <laughs> this is the tidbit cast where each of our hosts bring a topic to talk about whatever they'd like depending on what they like <laughs> and this week we're going to go with who wants to go who to go in this episode who wants to do a topic who you? Yeah. Yeah, oh, so. yeah, okay. You, sir. Oh, professional. In the front row. Ah, in the only row. That's it. What was it? Aaron, Aaron Wilson so. in the Tippet Cast press pool. <laughs> yes. What was I talking about? Right, so the topic this week is... Come on to me, young boy. Uh, Fallout 76 launched this week. Yeah. Su- <laughs> successfully, I might add. Somehow. <laughs> well, did it launch successfully. Well, they had to break it, well, they had to break it early. <laughs> oh, Test. my God. It's, um, I, um, it does not seem to be working the best. I'm... Just to put in context, I'm the only person in this room who owns the game. Yeah. So, I have played the game, and in certain regards, it's not that bad. It's not a piece of shit. However, for a game like that <coughs> that was released this year, it is not in any way uh, up to scratch. Not a triple A game. It is not a triple A game uh, at all. It's like a B minus game. At I just want to say also, I think it's interesting that this came out as like a 60. 60 game like a, like a full triple A game yeah and it's now discounted like the is it the week of it's come out this week was it uh 21st okay. was it no it wasn't 21st it was earlier than that last Friday I think so it's been a week yeah. and that game obviously because of sales but at the same time that game is like 35 36 now yeah right like, now. It, I think it, about a week ago. the issue with the game is Okay, yeah, there are <laughs> issues, but the first issue I noticed was nice shoes. It's so lonely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's lonely in the wasteland. Yeah, and it's not even a wasteland. It's a lush, verdant, green area. Yeah. There are wastelands all around you, but the fact that there's no NPCs is a very difficult thing to kind of get over. It's it's a very difficult thing to wrap your head around the fact that your character has no personality. Nope. Your character has no personality. All they can do is emote. You can't even type in like a and a world chat or anything if you're looking for some uh, loose springs or something. You can't even ask the the world. You have to. You'd have to actually go up to someone, turn your mic on, and go. Do you have any loose springs? Actually, I'll tell you my first experience. So it's just party chat and like local chat. Yeah, I'll tell you my first Voice. experience of uh, getting into Fallout seventy six. I got out of the vault. I went down to the nearest village, and this guy invited me to a team. So I said, yeah, okay, yeah. why not? When, when in Rome, I joined his team. I realized we weren't really doing the same stuff. I was going left, he was going right. So I was like, I'll, I'll leave this team. I left the team. And eventually, I looped back around to this little hub that we, we had both met at. And he was at the hub. And he's like, hey, man, he invited me to a team again. He's like, join my team. Join my team. Hey, man. Hey man, turn your mic on. Hey motherfucker, turn your mic on. Motherfucker, why aren't you talking to me, man? Motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, 
this is not the experience I wanted. Imagine someone came up to you <laughs> in the street and said, Hey man, talk to me, motherfucker. Come on, come on, speak to me, motherfucker. I want to stop you. We're the only two people alive in the wasteland, motherfucker. Talk to me. Yeah. It's too bad that their PK systems are doing well. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, it's... The, player, the, the whole issue with the player killer thing is, that, is someone can troll you by shooting you constantly and it'll mm-hmm. take like barely any health, like yeah. comically small amounts of health. They could still kill you. But they could, they could if they if they committed to doing it for a very long time, but you could just hit a stim pack and you'd be fine. <laughs> but they'd run out of ammo before they killed you. But um, it's just one of those things that if they annoy you enough, they prod you enough, you could shoot them back and then it's just full on PvP. But... Um, I once caught actually another another interesting story from my time in Fallout seventy six. I built a house, very nice. House. Oh okay, right. Oh. I, built, I built a house. Oh. Did you have a lawn? Uh, did I have a lawn? A lawn. A lawn. No. Much grass. No, no, I did. And there was grass, but no, <laughs> it wasn't nice. <laughs> so I built a house and porch. I uh, of course I had a porch, Gary. I'm not a savage. I I built a house and I came back to my house one day to find a man working at my workbench. I was not very impressed by this. <laughs> so I, I entered my house. I, I promptly kept emojiing no, no, no. I, I hey, made, I made sure that he, he knew I did not want him in my house. So what I did was I locked him in my house. I t- put a level three lock on my door, locked him in the house to teach him a lesson. And then I kept opening the door and closing it. To teach him that if he doesn't get out, he'll be locked in. <laughs> so, see <laughs> like a fucking child. He did not learn this lesson. <laughs> he did not learn this lesson. So, in frustration, I gave him a short nudge with a, a little pipe pistol just to get him, get him to go. He, uh, he, he did not take this hint very well. So what he did was he went to my stash box, loaded up with all his guns, getting ready to kill me. Shot me once and I blew his head off with a shotgun and took all his stuff. Get out of my house when I tell you to get out of my house. Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. <coughs> okay, server issues. Okay, that's what I've heard of the main, main things like this. It's the biggest problems that are coming with it are the actual multiplayer aspects. Yeah. I feel, I don't know how it works. I am not a tech genius. I don't know how it works, but I feel that the further you get away from people, the more laggy it gets. Like, if everyone was just in one big group together going around the map, it'd be fine. But if you have one person at each corner of the map, <coughs> excuse me, it feels very, um, it feels very laggy. And I didn't get that. I didn't have that issue when I was in the middle of the map. Like, I never had any, like, lag or anything like that. It was only when I started going further out. By the way, I managed to um, exploit the game and boosted myself to level 50 in, like, a day. Well then, alright. Yeah. How? If I tell you how, everyone will do it. Pro tip, pro tip, pro tip. Pro tip, pro tip. <laughs> so there are certain uh, grenade bouquets if you have a certain perk carrier that you can disarm. And once you disarm them, they don't disappear so you can just keep mashing the square. And keep disarming them. You get like, you get like 25 experience per time you do it. And you get a grenade each time, so, you know. Sweet. I got to like level 51 doing that. It's pretty cool. Cool. Uh, I'm also going to say that from what I've heard you know the problems being with being a multiplayer game 
Um, I'm happy with that. Uh, I wanted, because you said about the NPCs, I've also heard there's kind of, it feels like they haven't hashed that out fully. Yeah, they re- they backed themselves into a corner and then they, they got around it by having loads of robots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So all of your vendors are just robots. There's a, there is a robot in it called Rosie who yeah. is a raider. It's a Mr. Handy that has the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this actually, yeah. It's a Mr. Handy that has the voice of this like 13-year-old girl that swears at you and like tells you to go fuck shit up and you're like, when you're getting up to her because she's in a locked room and you're like, oh my god, maybe there's actually a person in this room. You open the door and you're like, I should have seen this coming. There's a Mr. Handy in here. She has a bottle stuck into her head to make it look like she's drinking. Right? This is, yeah. Sounds like Tiny uh, Tina or Lance it, Yeah, it's like, it's... Alright. And then it's also, I've heard, uh, do you know like during, when missions pop up, like events, shit like that, that you hear uh, like a voice recording just saying yeah. like, hey, come help. And it's like, it sounds like it's happening live. Yeah. Like this is like I've been attacked, and then you get there, it's a skeleton. <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> not, all, not always a skeleton. It's not always a skeleton, but usually it's that. Sodomized with, corpse. With, with this very yeah. with this very convenient place on the log in like right beside the skeleton. I died leaving this on. Yeah, the the whole thing with the faction called the responders, who were basically just people who mm-hmm. banded together to help other people. <coughs> you find yourself following in their path, their footsteps. So you're getting trained as a responder by all these tapes because they didn't have time to train you in. And obviously they're all, they've all been killed by the Scorched. I think they're just called the Scorched. scorched. Yeah. 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 They've all been killed by them, wiped out completely. But you're still doing all these actions because you're on their trail. You're seeing where they went and wh- what they did. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I know I'm never going to run into one of them. Yeah. So I mean, that doesn't matter. But then the fact that they also mentioned that there's the Brotherhood of Steel in the game. See, and I'm like... If they're in the game, they're they're living, breathing people in power armor. Like, is it, what it seems like also is that they kind of missed an opportunity. I imagine at some point is they're thinking about this, but when I think of Fallout Four, like the last fo- like the last Fallout game, um, I think apart from Fallout Shelter, of course. Uh, <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, but when I think of Fallout Four, like the big thing about that game was factions. Yeah, yeah factions are a huge part of that. Especially Bethesda, there's guilds, functions, and it seems like in this one it was a very obvious thing of like responders what I versus like the Brotherhood of the what, Steel. What I would have liked to see is if there were NPCs, and if someone killed them, say if someone killed them, it was only dead for them. So, ah, <laughs> so there was like, if you kill, if you kill this NPC. You're fucked. You're, you're, yeah, you're not just trolling. You're just, like, you kill this NPC. Like. Yeah, but that kind of goes <coughs> against what they're trying to do with this game, but, like, the whole idea of, like, nukes and it being, like, entire world that's being shared. And so when you're in the server, this happens, but it... You, but you can always to, just jump... Okay, then yeah. you can always just jump server to a server where yeah. some troll hasn't killed it. Yeah, exactly. You could do that, but I don't think they do it in the same one. Yeah. Uh, but I do understand where... You're coming from, but I think that would have to be like a, a server by server. Because I have a very annoying, have... I have a very annoying glitch at the moment. Yeah. There's a mission. It's a very simple mission. Glitches. <sighs> yes, glitches. It's running on the same engine as Fallout Four, which wasn't fucking dumb then either. It, it's running on the same engine that Morrowind was on. Uh this is also what fucking what the next Skyrim, the next Elder Scrolls is going to be run on, isn't it? Probably. That's what. Yeah. 
If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If Except it is really if it fucking is, broke. If it is broke, get the community to fix it. That's what they did. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, as I was saying, I ran into a glitch. Um, and I think, I don't know if it's actually a glitch or if it's <coughs> just an unfortunate circumstance of the world. There's a very simple mission called Kill Evan. You have to kill Evan. Every time I go to kill him, he's already dead. And I can't, I can't progress the story because I can't kill him. So. Is that the mission everyone is on about where they just released the patch to fix it? They said it's one of the earliest missions in the game. Uh, however, you literally could not finish the mission. It just wasn't possible to do it. So without giving like, spoilers or anything everywhere I'd read. So was it that? Is it possibly that? Or why you just you physically can't finish it? Might be, because I physically can't finish it. Yeah. You're basically, your first quest in the game is just to follow the Overseer's journey. And at some point, I, got, I ended up at a giant, a giant uh, rig. Joint mining facility. And I was just told the overseers. I don't care about spoilers. The overseers. It's not a really. If you're looking it's for spoilers, it's follow seventy six. Like. So the overseers' uh, fiance wasn't allowed into the vault, so he ended up working in the mines, and he eventually became scorched. And she saw him down in there in a room, and she locked him in the room because she couldn't kill him. And she's like, "If you do see him, please kill him," because she leaves hollow tapes for you. Hmm. And so I went down there. I was like, "Okay, right, I'll go kill him." And he was already dead. Door was open, he was already dead. Someone had killed him. And so it, the map marker is still there. I can't kill what is already dead. So he's, I can't finish that mission. That's not really a main mission. Like, I don't know if that stops the story. It was just a request you made. I'd, I'd like the experience from this uh, request. That's pretty annoying. Yeah. And every time I log in, the first thing I do, go, do is go check if I can kill him. Just to see if maybe on this world he's still alive. You pesky Evan. <laughs> okay. Do you think they're ever going to give you a chance? Are you going to just move over to another server and start? No, it's not server. But it's Every time I load in, I'm in a different server. Okay, so... I could probably server hop for like an hour and find one where he isn't. But I think each of these worlds, like, it never ends. Like, mm. it's... Uh, and I always run into Irish people in the game. So there's obviously an Ireland server. Like constant all these Irish rogue Irish something something Irish boy 69 like you yeah. know that's all I ever went into so except for that one guy first person I met motherfucker <laughs> he might have been Irish he seemed like a dickhead to me that <laughs> could have been Irish then yeah <laughs> anyway so that's my impression of Fallout 76 I boosted myself to level 51 <laughs> it's okay it's one of those games you can pick up and play it and you don't really have to think about it the combat is very cruel when it gets later on in the game. Very fucking cruel. The VAT system looks shocking. It's not like... It, it's kind of like an auto... It's kind of like an aimbot. Where you know your shot's going to hit. like, mm. And that's okay. Especially with things like shotguns or enemies that get literally in your face and are like melee attacking you. Because you can't... It's just it's so frustrating to hit with your gun. Unless it's an automatic gun. So with those regards, it's really handy. It's really handy for, you know, but long shots, pointless. I mean, just aim and fucking shoot them. Uh, it doesn't stop time, so it doesn't really help there. It does, you can't even, you can't even use it to see if there are enemies around. Is the idea of a long shot actually decent? Because everything I've seen with the AI is also quite horrible. Yeah, they, yeah, they kind of just shuffle fucking, side to side. And, uh, yeah. And sometimes they'll just run off on you. Mm-hmm. But then when they run off, it might be actually that they're really smart because when they run off on me they come back with a big group of them <laughs> oh that's awesome and that's just like that's just shit and I get 
I have full power armor and like I'm coming up against enemies that I know I could wipe the floor with if I had someone else helping me but if it's just me it's just so tedious killing enemies and I'm just like oh 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 you're doing barely any damage but I'm gonna die anyway because I'm gonna run out of stim packs eventually I've also heard with the whole VAT system that the VAT like when you're using VAT it's also the same as your stamina yeah but it always has been no, but like for example, when you run out of, like now if you're over encumbered, <coughs> if you're yeah. over encumbered, it now slowly drains down your stamina. Yeah. As you're moving. Yeah. Which was not. Really that was a per- it was a perk in Fallout Four. Beforehand, it was just that um, what would happen was you weren't able to fast travel. Now it's not. No, 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 no. In Fallout Four, you you had to walk if you're over encumbered. And Fallout Three, yeah. because that was the reason I couldn't do it. I didn't when, when Fallout Three first came out. And I played over at a friend's I couldn't wrap my head around the whole fucking thing. I never played a fucking RPG at all. I'm fast terrible than that. I just, I don't know why. I just walked by, I picked up everything. Yeah, well, that's what you do. I I, yeah. I, I am a crow in games. <laughs> but I pick up everything. And the Fallout 4, that, that game, especially because of the base building in that game, dear God. I remember I would just, I'd go to a place, I'll destroy it, and almost every mission, ooh, 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 ooh. I would have to double take. So I'd get everything, I'd put it into one chest, and then I'd have to fast travel over to the thing, I'd go out of the cave, Go up, fast travel to a place, put all of it in there, go back, and go back down through the cave again, go to the chest where I had all my stuff, and then went back up. And The, uh, uh, the thing in Fallout 76 is <coughs> you can always just cheat it by building your base beside you. So you can go into the wilderness, just say, okay, I don't have to go back to my base, I can just put my base here, pay a bit of caps, do that. Because fast traveling in that game, unless you're going to Fallout 76 or you're going to a base you own or your own camp, you have to pay caps depending on the distance. So, which is okay, I suppose. I mean, it's kind of risk reward. Although it does mean that if you place your camp in the right place, you can kind of bunny hop to places mm. for relatively cheap, oh. which is which is pretty cool. But it's a it's an okay game. It's, it's a pick not. up and play game for like it's like you can play it for like half an hour and then you get bored. I've never played it for any longer than two hours. Ever. And normally I'm the kind of person that if I, I sit down to play a game, I'm going to play that game for the rest of the day. Or until I have to do something. But no, I, I have to turn it off after about two hours. Because I'm just like, well, that quest seems like a lot of hassle. That quest I can't complete. This quest, oh, it's ages away and I don't have to pay caps to get to it. Okay, yeah. That, and then I'm just... Just no polish. Yeah. It's Fallout 4 but with a very poorly thrown together multiplayer. And Fallout 4 had its fucking issues as well. They didn't yeah. fix any. Yeah. The thing that I also wanted to talk about, because I, I wasn't entirely sure whether we were doing this topic, because I was thinking of playing other schools online in the lead up to this. Because what I've heard, because it's surprising that they don't seem to have learned from Elder Scrolls Online with doing Fallout 76. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online was made by Xenomax. This was yeah. made by Bethesda. Bethesda only oversaw... I, I know loads of it online. But Zenimax Studios made Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. Bethesda, they're completely different game engines. Completely different. Yeah, uh, and then... Because the thing is with... And it may take some time because the same thing happened with Elder Scrolls Online. It I was remember shocking. When it first came out, when it first launched, it had the same thing of a lot of people complaining about this game. And it was more of an MMO feel as well. And over time, they changed it to where it felt more like an Elder Scrolls. It felt more like this. And yeah, at this, at this point, you can start... a yeah. pretty compelling package now. You can start a new game and you can just... 
like you don't have as many choices <coughs> as you'd have in a normal Bethesda game, but you do kind of feel like, oh, I want to go there. Actually, do you know I'd love to see what uh, the Alakir Desert looks like. I don't actually. I'd, I'd actually really like to go see where the high elves are from, you know? So I'm going to go there. I'll go, I'll go there. Maybe I'll help out some people there. Pretty cool. And some of the quests are pretty funny. Uh, there are other... Th- like, if you if you like doing something, you can go do it. Like, you can literally... I've been in guilds with people who all they do on the game is go fishing. <laughs> they go to lift... Because <coughs> fishing is very difficult. Yeah, <laughs> fishing is very difficult, like... It, because they knew from games like RuneScape, where fishing is actually very popular in mm-hmm. the game, that... Um, like it's very not difficult it's not like it's a mini game or anything it's just you have to use certain bait at certain times of the day and certain other certain things to catch catch rare fish and it's uh, it's one of those things I never touched it but there are other people that just love to do that and then there are people like me who basically play it because um, when I get into my topic I'll talk about this but cosmetics and I, I love putting costumes on my characters you know, looking a certain way, looking unique to people. Um, they're like it's it's now, but at the start, it used to be very unpolished in regards to you pick a faction, you have to stick to those three areas. You pick a faction, you have to stick to those three areas. Uh, there were quests that couldn't be completed because there were so many people completing them that I broke the quest. The servers were very slow at times; couldn't get in. General issues that are normally happen with an MMO at the start. And it took, it's taken them, what, like three years to polish it? Mm. But it is such a good game now. And they're releasing content so quickly for the game as well. Also free PS Now. Yeah. PS Now, yeah. So, like, so say as an example, I have PS Now. If I was to go home and install that, would I just be able to jump right into it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah? So, because you have PS Now, you can play, you can play that. Tamriel thing. Yeah, so the, the only thing you won't have is there are certain unlocks that you get for just having plus... Um, I think it's starting to do with like races uh, picking your factions things like that there are certain things that are locked behind a paywall of subscription because subscription is how they get their money yeah, on, on PC so that never really transfers over well to PlayStation 4 but yeah Elder Scrolls Online it's one of the better MMOs out there at the moment it's better than Star Wars anyway, which I played as well but it's completely different 76 in regards to their approach to it yeah they monetize it differently the network is set up a different way and stuff like that I just thought that kind of in the background they had some idea of how to do this with having another property that was online yes it's a different kind of developer working with it but like by proxy like by being in that it would, it would mean it would mean essentially um, it would mean them essentially making a completely different game they didn't want to do that they just wanted it's clear that they just wanted to make Fallout 4 but with a few multiplayer aspects it's yeah. a multiplayer mod essentially yeah they wanted and they said well it won't work in that map there there are a lot of reasons why it won't work in that map so we'll just build a new map a big map that's full of stuff but it's still empty you know? and a lot of people also are kind of theorising that maybe this is a run up to what Starfield might be like no it couldn't be that, that'd be terrible um, by that I mean just in terms of trying to get the idea of well like this is a this is a an alpha for Starfield not an alpha but like the idea of using online in this way they're they should look more at Elder Scrolls Online than they should at that because yeah they're really like they're missing the ball in 76 I play because as a 76, it, it from what I've seen it seems like it's a single player game with other people there 
Yeah, with other, with other people just inconveniencing you. But it, there isn't a huge amount to do, content-wise. Yeah, you it just find like, yourself hopping around doing events and going, oh, well, okay, I'll do this quest because I'm close to it. But like, and if you can imagine if they do something slightly similar with Starfield, because I don't know what Starfield is, of course, but I imagine they're probably going to go more down the route of how Fallout feels than how Skyrim yeah, or the Elder Scrolls feels. Yeah. Because, you know, being in the future and having that technology and stuff like that, it's probably going to be what the draw of the combat and stuff like that is going to be. So I can imagine them using this as a way to kind of be like, let's try and figure this out. But it just doesn't work. To get a feel for multiplayer? The multiplayer, it doesn't work. I'd play that mm. game. I'd play 76 offline, if I could. I'd play it on my own little server. Yeah. Happily. Yeah. I think 90% of people who have it would say, yeah, I'd play that off- offline. Or I'd play it in private servers. Yeah. But they were like, no, we want this to be an experience, a unique experience for every person playing the game. <coughs> Anthem is going to be like that. That's the one that comes to my head straight away. Yeah. When I think of uh, this whole huge I living hope, world. That's I shared. hope Anthem learn from this game. Insofar as I hope they look at the game and say, geez, that was terrible and we were going to do something like that. No, we have to change something. They can't. Yeah, they've, t- they've, they've time. The game comes out in... February. Yeah, it's fair, but that's Big like, time. That's like two, three, two months, two that's and a half months. That, in game world, that's that's enough time to say what day one patch, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, day one patches are are. They're, they're not going to change something huge. No, they're not. They're not going to. No. That's how they we can try to adapt them. Yeah, as in if they can see like okay. Um, that's how we get stuff like Andromeda. Yeah. True. 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 That's how that happens. Well, you, you you don't try and change the vision of it. That's like how we get stuff like, I don't know, Silent until three. Mm. But that that stuff it don't change the vision too much. Because if you do, it becomes more complicated, and then it means that other people are working off different frameworks, and then it's like, oh, this got uh, wires got crossed, and we weren't entirely sure. We were told to do this, but then we did this, and it's yeah. This is too late by this point. What they're doing is what they're doing, and now they're just like because they've all, also said I think it was like a month ago they have played through the entire thing. Mm. There um, and the same thing happened for another game. What was it? That's drowning. They did the same thing. This is, this is a kind of side thing. Do you well. realise that, like, games only have to be finished about a month before their actually release date? So, like at, at this point. Because it, it's still an, it could easily be an alpha at this like point. We never know about, like, uh, because other games are different, because Anthem said, like, um, I'd say within like, the last two months that they had finished the game and now. And, like, the main thing is they are past, like, alpha. Ish, alpha and a half, and uh, they, like they were like past that, and now they can like play the game, and now they're just adding on to that, and, and polishing it. Yeah. yeah, Kojima has said recently that he has done the same thing. He's played through the entire game, but but that also doesn't mean that oh are the like designs there or are they all stick figures? The difference is like in those games compared to seventy six, you can play through the entire game. Seventy six, how could you play through that entire game? It's just, just yeah. It's also because there, it's not that there's nothing to do. There's no coherent. There's no beginning. These, these are also continuing experiences with like uh, because of, like the difference between those two games with how they're set up. Like if we're just taking the anthem, and the death stranding as an example is that death stranding is a very, what well we don't know what the fuck it is. No, but, we don't. But it's going to be a very contained thing if it's what Kojima usually does, which is that it's a very contained thing. It's a story very deliberate. Everything is there. Well, and has its own, own lore. Everything is so exact. Maybe some gameplay. Everything is so like, exact. In, what, uh, was, what was Metal Gear Solid 4? Like, five, hour, five hours of cutscene. Dear 
God. I, had, <laughs> I remember I played the games, Metal Gear games, and I was like, before I was 10. That was my first... That was my first time really being exposed to a Metal Gear game and playing it the whole way through. Dear God, I thought that's what every game was like. <laughs> you take was, four steps, cutscene. Yeah, no, every few steps is a cutscene. But I have no idea who this person is, but it sounds important. Yeah. Uh, that, that, was my, that was my exposure to my memory of Metal Gear, is Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah. It, is, it was so jarring, and I loved it. <laughs> and I had to know more and then I just like read the databases of everything and I have to go back and actually do it yourself yeah I have to do it myself to learn it but like yeah, that's yeah. the thing where it's like everything's so exact has its own lore has its own reasons ooh, and ooh. directions oh I know I know we're going to are you going to finish no. are you going to finish what no. I'm saying no but no Anthem is a, con- is a continuing games as a service so it's different they don't have to fully fully complete the game because they're imagining this game as a growing game Death Stranding, we don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be so exact and deliberate what it's doing, and it may have some other stuff because we never know what Kojima's going to do. We never know what he's going to do. But what I'm saying is... Well, speaking of Kojima... Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Segway. So, so uh, Metal Gear Solid is, is on the PlayStation, and you said it wouldn't be. Yeah, it's on oh. it. Oh. <laughs> I said that was incre- it was very unlikely, yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I'm just, I just wanted to rub some salt in. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be there because... Um, it was like the, one of the biggest selling games on it. Yeah, it was like uh, number eight. Yeah. It was like the... Um, t- <laughs> I just don't know why I know that. Um, <laughs> he probably doesn't. <laughs> Someone look um, it up and get back to us. Number, Leave a uh, comment below. Guess, guess, <laughs> what, um, guess what the top selling game on PlayStation was? No. Pistons for one. What's the top selling game? Croc. <laughs> Bubsy. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot one. Yeah. yeah. Um. Still, uh, I don't think too much platforming. Oh bullshit! Platforming. Ah. Oh. I think it needs to be less platformer heavy, and I would like it a bit more. Like if this focused more on the story. These are Gary. <laughs> these are Gary's honest opinions, and these are in no way a joke. But we're talking like the likes of um, like finished products now. You say the fact that like, games as a service. Like, you uh, games as a service there, as you're saying with like Anthem. Anthem yeah. doesn't need to be finished right now. You're saying, yep. but look at everything that has come out this year that has come out on top. Is everything that was finished well before and then just polished? Oh, but by that, like, uh, by that I mean that the world is going to be continuing. Yeah, I know. With, it, there will be like, expansions and yeah, but <coughs> for example, just, uh, filling out worlds. Like for example, with. With Death Stranding, uh, or with just a single player experience, yeah. they have all of that done, and then they ship the game. With the multiplayer, they can have the framework, they can have all, yeah. of, all of the map and stuff like that done, and all the details are done. And then as the game continues to just go, now, in that one place that was like a valley, we've added a monster there. Ah! And so oh. they can change that over time, is what I mean. Speaking of way, that, that, just to throw that in there then, Resident Evil 2, it's been finished since August. Yeah. So, yeah. Polished game. That's what they're saying is that they're yeah. like, no, we finished it in August. Everything we're doing now is just extra polished. Polish, polish, polish. That's awesome. Uh, the whole game is just really shiny. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fucking like explode if it is. Like, that, yeah, you can't like, do that to me. Yeah, we it, really polished this it game. It is going to be shiny. Ever since Resident Evil 5, every one of those games <laughs> is shiny as hell. No, like, seriously, you know our. Like, um, the gloss. Yeah, Resident oh, Evil the, 5. Like, yeah. you know, do you remember like the liquid like monsters? Oh, yeah. 
Like, they were, dudes, shiny. everything was so shiny. And then you had Resident Evil 7. Everything Resident Evil 6, Resident Evil 6, everything was purple and everything was fucking, like, there was bright colours and everything. You changed your reticle, you changed a laser sight to be bright fucking green if you want. Everything there is, be bright and it, like, the last, like, three Resident Evil games, everything is just reflection. Like, they, they got that slider to put out the hundred and everything. Everything, everything is shiny. Reflects it works everything. for 7, though, because everything that looks shiny in 7 is fucking stunning. Everything is so detailed. It's so beautiful. I played that game in VR. Oh, I can't. I couldn't do it. It was terrifying. Yeah, I'd imagine. I'd say, oh. fucking, I'd say Mia coming up the stairs, just beginning. Oh, That would fuck with me. <laughs> the worst one was, um, the, do you know when you actually have to fight her in the room? Marguerite's. Your friend, you, oh Mia, yeah, you, you have to fight her in the room, or like you your got, wife. or yeah, when you when you get, <laughs> I only played a little bit of it, but when you get down the stairs, that's uh, the thing, yeah, and she you, comes crawling, yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> or the one where like you 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 don't know she's there, and you turn to the side, and she's suddenly right in front of you, you're like oh shit, yeah, and she stabs you in the hand, and you're like, what do I do? Yeah. Well, stabs in the hand was a, a screwdriver to the wall yeah and then comes out with a chainsaw like oh no. oh oh no the worst thing is in VR getting fed your dinner oh I suppose yeah oh, oh. Yeah. and is that going at you with a fucking <laughs> knife down in your mouth as well yeah oh it's a probably open oh no it's just oh. Resident Evil 7 a great game oh, oh. but I wouldn't play it Resident Evil <laughs> a great game and that will conclude a Fallout 76 yes, it will, episode of the podcast, so you can see how obviously um, interested we are in that game. Yeah. And this has been the Tipping Cast. I was Gary, I believe. And this was... Aaron. He believes. And this was... I believe I'm Colin. I believe, I believe. Oh, I believe. I believe. We're going to have to pay for rice. No. I believe in heaven. If, if I don't do seven seconds, we're good. Right, that's the rule, isn't it? That's, a, that's the rule, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, the spring awakening. What? The spring awakening? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you know that the first thing I got to was Book of Mormon. This has been the Tim Bay cast. And if you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at TidbitCast. And you can look at our email. <laughs> look at our email. Look at our email. Look at it. It'll be written there as. It's right there. It is right there. <laughs> as. Tidbit online at gmail.com, that is. Talk to Tidbit at Talk to Tidbit. Damn it, Gary. Damn it. Talk to Tidbit at gmail. Say Tidbit online. Talk to Tidbit at gmail.com. Talk to Tidbit at gmail.com. Talk to Tidbit at gmail.com. Yeah. And. Tidbit online. And you can obviously just find us on most audio and so at all most audio platforms as Tibbetcast and music platforms. Are you and killing it, Gary? That's what that's what you're listening to us on. Tibbet online. You're on a podcasting platform, right? You can just Tibbetcast look for and we're on YouTube, support us on YouTube. Because of this very polished and very, 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 very thankful cast. Fuck you. Fuck you. Are you shot me a Thanksgiving joke? Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Motherfucker.